Hi, friends. Welcome to Moments to Ponder. This is a podcast designed to help you spend a few moments in God's Word wherever you are and take away something to ponder. Our world is loud and busy, and it's hard to find time to get into God's Word. So thank you for joining me as we take a few moments to ponder the Psalms together. I'm Betsy Marvin, and this is episode 99. Psalm 98 is a strong call to worship, to praise God for who He is and what He has done. Often in our churches, we sing songs of gratitude and praise and hope. We sing songs about who we are in Christ and what we need. And those are good, but I also think we should sing songs that just allow us to respond to God for all He has done, not about Him responding to us in some way, bringing us something, filling us with something. But what if we sing just as a response in gratitude and in wonder? That's Psalm 98. A song that comes to mind is a current one by Phil Wickham that's called This Is Our God. It's a celebration of what God has done saying, this is our God. This is who he is. He loves us. I don't know the background for that song, but I wonder if it came from Psalm 98. Now, I know not everyone likes to sing or even feels they can sing, but whether the words are coming from your voice or being sung in your heart, we need to lift our praise. Psalm 98 is made up of three stanzas. Each one expands and escalates in volume. There are three verses in each stanza, and each focuses on a characteristic of God. In verses 1 through 3, you'll hear all of Israel is called to sing and shout a new song to the divine warrior who faithfully saves. Verses 4 through 6 summon the nations to join in, to join in the music and shout for joy before the Lord, the King. Verses 7 through 9 call the entire creation, seas, earth, hills, mountains. They're all called to roar with applause to the Creator, Judge. Today, let's go through each stanza in the Passion Translation and see what God might have for us. So let's prepare our hearts. Take a deep breath. And let's begin. Go ahead, sing your brand new song to the Lord. He is famous for his miracles and marvels, for he is victorious through his mighty power and holy strength. Everyone knows how God has saved us, for he has displayed his justice throughout history. He never forgets to show us his love and faithfulness, how kind he has been to Israel. All the nations know how he stands behind his people and how he saves his own. Hmm. Sing a brand new song to the Lord. Jill Briscoe shared this in a devotional about this part of Psalm 98. She says, many of us need a new song. We need it because our lives keep changing in happy ways or in times of testing or disappointment. 
new situations require new songs. And when we praise in any moment, it changes our perspective. God is never stuck for a tune. New songs are his business. Ask him to give you one. I love how she puts that, and I have to agree. Different songs speak to my heart in different seasons of life. There are moments of, it is well with my soul. And there's moments of, alive. Just like today, Singing was a natural part of celebrations back in the time of Israel. A victory, a wedding, the harvests, feasts and festivals were times of joy. And that was shown in singing and in dancing. The song being sung here by David is a new song of victory. We don't know which battle, but the divine warrior God showed his mighty power and holy strength and he saved them. And through this, he showed them his love. Let's continue into the second stanza. So go ahead, everyone, and shout out your praises with joy. Break out of the box and let loose. With the most joyous sounds of praise, sing your melody of praise to the Lord and make music like never before. Blow those trumpets and shofars. Shout with joyous triumph before King Yahweh. Shout with praises of joy. Break out of the box. Let loose. What great words for worship. I get the impression that the worship David brought to his people was exciting and full, not formal at all, but shouting and laughter were in it. Imagine thousands of people in Jerusalem for a feast blowing their trumpets or shofars. It may have been music like they never heard before. In fact, in 2 Chronicles, and again in Ezra, we learn that the noise of the temple was legendary. Ezra 3.13 tells us the joyful shouting and weeping mingled together in a loud noise that could be heard far in the distance. I do think there's a place for the more slow, soulful songs of our hearts. There's a reverence and a holiness in them that we need. But we also need to break out and let loose, as in this psalm, celebrating God for all he is and all he has done. The final stanza begins in verse 7. Let the ocean's waves join in the chorus with their roaring praise until everyone everywhere shouts out in unison, glory to the Lord. Let the rivers and streams clap with applause as the mountains rise in a standing ovation to join the mighty choir of exaltation. Look, here he comes, the Lord and judge of all the earth. He's coming to make things right and to do it fair and square. And everyone will see that he does all things well. These verses draw me in, and it brings to mind the song Shout to the Lord, where it says, Mountains bow down, and the seas will roar at the sound of your name. I sing for joy at the work of your hands. Have you ever heard a river clap its hands as it tumbles over the rocks? There's a happiness, there's a glee in that sound as the river flows. Or... Have you ever looked up at the mountains in all their splendor and hear their ovation to their creator? When I look at mountains, I 
can't help but be in awe as they majestically point to the sky. So often we rush past the world of nature around us, don't we? We miss the sounds and beauty that God put in place for us. As I prepared this podcast, I had a cardinal singing on my porch. And at first I was like, I need to record. Can you be quiet, please? But then my own thoughts hit me. Isn't this exactly what I'm talking about? Pushing aside nature for my own agenda. So take a moment to notice his red feathers in stark contrast to the brown grass before spring comes, reminding me that each season has its own beauty and noises, sounds of praise, the quiet of snow falling, the cicadas of summer, the rustle of fall leaves, each their own sound of worship. It requires us to slow down and notice, but when we do, we can see the mighty choir that is all around us. As we come to verse 9, we read, Look, here he comes, the Lord and judge of all the earth. He's coming to make things right and to do it fair and square. And everyone will see that he does all things well. Now, as David wrote this, he had no idea that there would be a Palm Sunday, a day when the people shouted, look, here he comes. But I do wonder if Mary, in her song found in Luke 1, had an inkling of what her son would do. If you have time, go read her song in Luke 1. It has so many parallels to this psalm. I wonder if she even had it in mind as she sung. As we read Psalm 98 again from the New Living Translation this time, I'd like you to take note of all the connections to Jesus that we find here. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has done wonderful deeds. His right hand has won a mighty victory. His holy arm has shown his saving power. Jesus is at the right hand of God. Mighty in victory over Satan, sin, and death. He has shown his saving power. He did wonderful deeds. It continues, The Lord has announced his victory and has revealed his righteousness to every nation. He has remembered his promise to love and be faithful to Israel. The ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Although this was most likely written to celebrate victory for Israel, we can see God's ultimate victory here through Jesus. Announced by a choir of angels, the fulfillment of his promise showed him faithful. God, through Jesus, makes his salvation known to the ends of the earth, to everyone. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, break out in praise and sing for joy. Sing your praise to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and melodious song, with trumpets and the sound of the ram's horn. Make a joyful symphony before the Lord, the King. Let the sea and everything in it shout his praise. Let the earth and all living things join in. Let the rivers clap their hands in glee. Let the hills shout out their songs of joy before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice and the nations with fairness. Yes, he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice. 
Romans 8 speaks of Jesus' return. Revelation speaks of the same. Yet thousands of years before Christ came the first time, David is singing in praise. Mary reminds us of God's promise. And finally, we see the fulfillment of Jesus in all of it. Even the mountains bow down before him. In Don Mark Comer's book, Practicing the Way, he shares something that continues to come to my mind as I speak of praise and songs of joy, of looking toward God for who he is. It's a story of a conversation between an 18th century priest and an elderly peasant who would sit alone for long hours in the quiet of the church. When the priest asked him what he was doing, the old man simply replied, I look at him, he looks at me, and we are happy. As we close today, may our hearts be happy. May we look at him as he looks at us, being fully aware of Jesus in all things. The rivers know it. The hills know it. I pray your heart knows it. Dear one, you have a divine warrior standing with you, a Yahweh king who directs you, and a creator that loves you and is continuously faithful. I encourage you to go to your favorite listening platform for music and choose a song and allow that worship to flow over you and into you. (laughs) And if you can, play it loud, sing along, and join the mighty choir in praise to our God. Look to Him as He looks to you, and may your heart feel His happiness. This is our God. This is who He is and he loves us. Amen.